0: Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode, mahalo. All right, all right, aloha guys. Welcome back to the Craft Impero podcast. Uh, you're here with your host, The Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And uh, we have a fun episode tonight. We're coming to you live from Lit Cigar Lounge. Uh, we've got Travis Peppenheim, the master education master from Altadis Cigars. Uh, he just got done doing a know-your-rapper tasting uh, thing, um, which was a lot of fun. Uh, say what's thing. up, Sheriff Woody? What hey, <laughs> what's up? Dougie Doug's here. Can, I, I, um, can yeah. I have two glasses? <laughs> <laughs> and can Good, I have a man. pour of the yeah. four yep. foreground? The the uh, and then we uh, you get your data Travis. gloves? Travis. Oh, yeah. For how many? Uh, uh, three. One for uh, you and your dad. Flat. We just got
1: back. Here. Yeah, I. All uh, right, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. We just left. Light. Uh, uh, yeah. You're yeah, yeah, we was yeah. Were going to. I said I've already got one going. Yeah. Had, so, yeah. Are you leaving? i was going stick around yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, I want to hear about your trip to the uh, Leatherwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was-
0: All right, Travis, go ahead and grab a seat, my man. Hey, you're mic'd up right there. Uh, Travis, this is my partner Steve Hodges. Yeah, man. Steve. Nice to meet you, to bro. Yeah.
1: Right on, man.
0: Um, so let's start with uh, just just telling everybody that you're here doing the Know Your Rapper thing tonight. Um, I've actually got, thank you, buddy. I've actually got the kit here. So this is what he was doing. Tonight. Do you want to talk about what you did tonight and then we'll get into the other fun stuff? Sure. So the Know Your Rapper kit was
2: really put together because as a U.S. consumer, uh, those that lover of the league, you guys that want to enjoy this great hobby that we all enjoy, there's certain attributes that I know as and being in the industry for quite a few years. We smoke cigars for the flavor. We don't smoke it for the fuller body. We don't say, "Hey, I want the fullest body cigar you can get, and I don't care what it tastes like." There are a few people out there that do that, like that. That's what their desires are. But most people, they like that really good flavor, and sometimes the body levels come up or down or, or kind of play around But the consistent one is the flavor profile. So, in the industry, the seven most widely used rapidly used I put into a cigar form using rapid binder filler, all from that same the. U.S. grown kinetic As as we've got in this, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, all from that U.S. kinetic Connecticut shape So you can get the best experience of what that leaf has to offer. And as you go through this, it will show you that the cement or the Burmese or the Roble strain all have a different attribute that be pulled because the minerals are from and growing.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: In there, you also got the, the, the cutter, lighter, a pen that I put in there to do to you know, the that helps describe.
0: And it's out. also got an awesome lighter tool equipped in the pen, which is dope. It, it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: that's, a, that's a sneaky one.
0: Yeah. So if you if you unscrew the top of the pen. At yeah. uh, the top of that pen, the top the top of the pen, you can use those
2: electronic devices. If you unscrew it, there's a little screwdriver. Inevitably, I've gone to adjust the lighter, Light and you don't have a screwdriver to make that adjustment. You're going, uh, you try to use a fingernail. He <laughs> you know what? I carry a pen everywhere.
0: Let's just put it there. And let's face it, nobody has the fingernails to do it. No. Uh, let's let's face it, nobody has fingernails to do it. My lighter uh, actually has a uh, screwdriver in it. Well, aren't you special? Well, thank you very much. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> it's a pipeliner, and that's a pipe tool, but it's cool. No big deal. No, okay. it's the yeah. one that um, okay. doesn't no, yeah. I, okay. well, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, Travis, do you drink at all? I do. You do? I okay. Do.
2: Um, on the road, I, I try not to. I do it when I
0: do parents, cause Would I like you enjoy one with us?
1: uh i would probably go figure with you yeah okay cool um, i try not to do it either but since we have a podcast talking well, about bourbon and cigars i guess we gotta fall into that pairing category <clears throat> yes. exactly
0: pairings are pairings are my favorite thing to do um i really really much enjoy and andrew and i play around or scooby drew i should give him his nickname scooby drew uh you're gonna be travis Puppy. Puppy. <laughs> Be
2: trapped. Be trapped. Yeah. my, be my best friend. Boston uh, about 2 years ago. Sorry. Mike, I, the, I still
0: have a nickname he gave. Yes. And hopefully my my
2: bosses are okay. okay. You know what? You're not going to tell the man no. That's better than <laughs> hey, if you want to call me that but by all means <laughs> it's kind of it's
0: fun right so pairing is a lot a lot of fun that I like to have uh, Drew likes to have it Brian's got it in on a lot and especially when Dana drinks tequila it's a lot of fun to play with the cigars and just trying to get the smoke the body to kind of play around with what you're drinking Um, So Brian and Andrew are going to jump in here at at points and talk with us and do all that. But um, we always always have a pour on the podcast. And this bottle is very unique to me. Um, I'm a huge Booker's fan. um, And I've been waiting on this second edition Booker's this year for three, four months now. And he was able to find it yesterday. So we've got that. We're going to pour that. um, And I would love if you would try that with us and maybe talk about what are you smoking right now?
2: I'm uh, actually going to be smoking up the Moniferso 1935 in
0: okay. the Demi size, which is right the on. Corona size. Okay, and that is the 25th anniversary, right? It's the, Nicaragua? Uh, 85th,
2: anniversary.
0: 85th 85th. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, is that AJ blending on that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. AJ blend, done
2: Grafiano Doll, uh, achieved the number two star of the year last year. Right. And it's, it's, this is the smaller size, but I'm more of a, I'm a Corona fan. I'm okay. A, a smaller ring gauge. Corona sizes. I don't know if it's timing or...
0: The kind of rapper impact, kind of pungent taste, yeah. the
2: rapper impact for me. And it's also the timing. I spent a lot of time on the planes and doing events like this where I didn't even, wasn't able to finish the Corona size in two and a half hours. Right, okay. Because I, I wouldn't even get halfway. Okay. I'm talking all the time. Right, right. But right. when I'm back home alone, I like that, that good hour and 20 minutes for me on a Awesome. That I can sit back in
0: awesome. Um, could you tell us, because while we're smoking, uh, Robert have passed us, this is actually a very phenomenal cigar that I've enjoyed a lot. This is the Upman Heritage that AJ blended. Can you discuss this cigar so everyone knows what we're smoking?
2: Sure. The
0: H-Upman uh, Heritage was done to kind of tell the story of AJ Fernandez. We all know him
2: as kind of the rock star of in the industry, and he was born in Cuba. His parents fled during the embargo, they moved to Nicaragua, but they wanted him to stay there and get the education in Nicaragua, I mean in uh, in Cuba, with so he lived with his grandmother, his grandmother's name was Lily, so he wanted to tell the story of his Cuban roots, so he chose the H up in Brandon because it's one of the oldest ones out there it's the third old still in production time. so we want to tell that cutie story but also make it on was so putting the cigar together with him we use a Brazilian Moncathena wrapper that's been fermented three times uh, now it was, the fermentation was done by agent so it wasn't your typical large bale fermentation piles which are typically six feet by six feet by ten feet long these are actually a little bit shorter a little smaller having that smaller stack and doing a slower fermentation three separate times made that interesting a an and flavorful spot but also very very smooth but it still has that or the uh I would fall, which is why he started his first farm called think of the yes farm of lily right you know, that farm of lily is where all the binder and fillers are okay. from. The origination from his home farm. okay so that Cuban-esque style, and the Nicaraguan like, to That's why we put this together. It's
0: one of my go-to. Well, so this 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 is a, a phenomenal cigar, and I and I bash AJ a lot, but I'm joking. So I still have two boxes of the original 2009 Unholy Cocktail they released that AJ did with his CI CI signature product, the Diesel stuff, yep. right? Um, I fell in love with that cigar. I love the size on it, the Unholy Cocktail, that short torpedo. I love it, right? But then after San Latano kind of came out, that's when you started seeing AJ bounce around. He was working with everybody, right? And you saw a lull in his own private company. Like his tobaccos were starting to drop. The quality wasn't very well, but all these other companies were getting these raving and raging cigars. And I was like, man, it was actually funny. Robert can tell you about one of our industry friends, Rusty McCauley, I don't know if you've met him. Wreck Rusty. Handed me this one day, right? And he, before before I knew it was out, before Robert gave me one two days later, um, he goes, I know it's AJ, just smoke it. I went, dude, you know how, like, come on. And I smoked it. It's a phenomenal cigar. I, this is, it's a, we brought in, I think we brought in two boxes of Toro and they were gone in a week. Like, right? it's a phenomenal cigar here it yeah. Lit. Um... I love it. This is vintage AJ to me. This is that subtle undertone spice. This is the 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 salivation buildup back in your cheeks. This is that heavy tone that comes through. This is real Nicaraguan AJ. This is what I'm talking about in this cigar, and I enjoy it. Twisted with that Brazilian with the modafina right? Yeah, and I didn't know it was modafina That's neat. Yeah, and most manufacturers
2: use madafina because it's the most most widely used. Uh, But takes a little
0: more care. I like that you can say that word. I can't say that word to save my life.
2: Think of
0: what it would like. <laughs> say. Yeah. a la a la Oh that's fair. Alabaraka? Yeah, I think you actually nailed that one. Alabaraka. Yeah. That's 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 close. That's pretty close. Right? Our, joke, was, Our joke is uh we're big Tatawahe fans. Tatuai. Tatuai. And when I first <laughs> the first, yeah. <laughs> yeah. first year of the podcast, whenever he would say ta he couldn't say Tatawahe. He would say, Titi It turned into a joke. It was a lot of fun because he just couldn't say it. And then one day he said it. I took
1: French. I didn't take Spanish. <laughs>
2: it's
1: a different That Yeah. it's great.
2: You know Rafael Nadal. Yes.
0: I have met Nadal a couple of times, yeah.
2: Nadal spent almost a half an hour, like straight time, half an hour trying to teach me to say that. It was a rep within our company that said, Travis, try it like this. He
0: said it rolled out the first time. That's I'm awesome. Like, I don't even. I it. don't even attempt. I don't even attempt because I'm like it's Brazilian. I'm like which one? I'm like uh, the A Brazilian A. So sorry, Brazilian A. Brazilian up up Let me do it. Go ahead, say
2: it. Uh, Rapa
0: raka Rapa. It's like the word rock twice. Rapa Raca. Rapa raka What was that? What was that called again? Rana Rana. Rana Rapa Raca. Because you knowing some shit now. A Rocka, you Aracha. Aracha. If you right.
2: said a rock a rock, I mean, Probably you're pretty close. You
0: <laughs> That's fair. And I know
2: all your your listeners are now
1: going I oh, yeah, you want to learn shit, oh, You oh, just yeah, need yeah. to go down there and hang out for a couple months, yeah. and you'll be speaking it fine.
2: <laughs> That's what they say. I still don't speak Spanish. And I spend a lot of time with nah, it dude. I, it. I, I I, well, you would get
1: it. you would get all the general, you know, bike around knowledge. Oh, you know. I speak taxi Spanish.
2: Put up on the water.
1: I've had Spanish smacking. guys working with me for 12 years and I never attempted it my main guy takes care of that what going back up
2: or at least for me. Yeah. Right. So right. tell me a little bit about this booker. What am I, what am I looking for? What's the,
0: what's the so, so this is the fun. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what the taste notes say because I think that ruins all of it. You know, we've talked about this before. As human beings, we are malleable to to influence. Absolutely. Um, if I tell you you're going to taste cherries, you're going to tell me you taste cherries. So this is the... Lumberyard batch, this is Booker's second batch of 2022. This is 124 and a half proof, okay? Um, It is a Jim Beam product. (laughs) Because uh, it didn't quite make. No one likes. I don't know. Because they
1: like to be precise in that industry. Yeah. Kind of. I think. I, I don't that's know about why. Either. the most precise. That's Andrew. Just saying, you know, I hit the wall. I hit they the bullseye in the
2: dartboard, right? Right. Yeah, I hit the bullseye. I fucking right. hit the wall. Yeah. Yeah, so I But I've never played in that, so I was kind of curious.
0: Well, no. So I think what you're going to be amazed to find out is that this is going to be a lot smoother and more calm than you're thinking already at that proof point. All right. Is it double cast? It's a single barrel. Single barrel. But let's go ahead and cheers that. We always cheers it. Take it back a little bit and talk about what you think on it just a tad, okay? Oh, I am am so damn sorry. No, you got shit to do. My bad. Sorry. I wanted you to try that. It's it's a little heavier, take it slow.
3: Did
0: anyone else ever, like,
2: even cough a little bit, or the palate just goes,
1: "Uh uh-huh? First of all, I think it's a little warm, and I'm saying I don't think it's room temperature. It's heaven been in and a car, first off. Yeah, so I, think, it it's uh, yeah, so I think it's a little warm. I'm gonna call Brian one in just wait on him to get done. Yeah. it should be chilled down a little, a little bit. bit. But we've been purchasing and been involved with the Booker story and Fred Noll for a long time. Yeah. And we he puts out four of these a year, and I want to say we've been doing it for at least three years. This is one of the lower proofs that have been put out. Usually he's around 27, 28, 30. um, the, The neat thing about it is that I enjoy is there's always a story. Mike Fred Knoll got his first job in a lumber yard. So he built up his character and his work ethic in the lumber yard. And that's that little green note that tells you. And then on the back they give you what rick houses and what percentage they took from what and what barrel, what level. And I mean it's really interesting. And it's, this for me I'm warm place, like like the temperature year, warm but This is it, one of the best right? because they've dropped the the proof down a little bit. It's got just enough sweetness, a little bit of char in there, a little wood, and uh um, Are you
2: influencing
1: about? Well <laughs> you I'm know? just saying what yeah. I'm getting. <laughs> what I'm getting. <laughs> And we never tell anybody until you drank it, right? What oh, we're by, getting. By telling me what
0: you think, you're already telling in better. Right. Them so up. I wanna I wanna segue off that. Have you found, especially doing this know your rapper setting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even when you're just talking cigars with somebody, right? Forget business, maybe it's a personal level. You're just hanging out, like we're hanging out and just smoking, right? Do you find that if you start getting into the tobaccos that people will suddenly start leaning into the suggestion of, of what, not even the suggestion, what you're, you're being honest and speaking of what you're tasting and how it feels. Do you find people leaning into that? No, uh, Of course.
2: I mean, when you say, I'm getting this, and, and you, whenever you say it's got, somebody has to somebody says getting something out of it, we like to follow it. Sure. Am I going to try and find that? Well, the mind will say, I'm going to find it, and it will find it, even though it may not be there. Right. And we find that in the cigar industry, and we find that in a lot of industries, where they'll influence it via just words. That aren't a direct reflection of it, but they'll, it's like planting that seed but the plant grow on itself. They're planting the seed. right? So by hearing somebody else say it, you're going to try and find it, even though you don't realize you're doing it. So, when you, your first one, I think you said uh, it, it was. That had some char to it. Yeah. And that, I, 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 that was a, one of the first things I got. I've been yeah. getting a lot of complexity with it. I and mean, once I can do it a little more, I, like I mentioned, I wish it was a little cooler. I'm hesitant on putting a cube in it or adding something to cool it down. But I, I was definitely getting that complexity and that smooth, got that smooth texture to
1: it. And that's just what I'm getting. Yeah. No, I love that. It's awesome. Here's the interesting thing about talking to you because when you. Especially in this industry, whether it be bourbon or cigars, <clears throat> what you think you're tasting and you're getting and you're thinking in your head, um, you may not understand it, you may not know how to verbalize it, but yet in just the short amount of time being around you, I can tell that you understand those things and you get it um but how because every week we get on a podcast and we smoke cigars and it's like oh it's got all those complexities it's got those layers right it's got because there are some cigars what you know you're smoking through it's like a wind tunnel everything's going and and you're you're tasting two or three different things or you know, you're picking out a few things, but then you're getting to something that's so much better and so much more complex. And there's a lot of layers there and how to actually talk about that. That's why we don't really listen to what they're saying about it and we, ridiculously tried to bring something to the radio that we can kind of tell them what we're what we're experiencing through that cigar or through that bourbon, right? From from your eyes, yeah. So
0: for for example, what he's talking about is is like, and and Half Wheel is one of the greatest news sources for the cigar industry. I think, I I, I really do. They're very up on everything, but some of Charlie's verbiage that he used, like the barnyard wood. You know the the wet hay, the the two day old candy cane, right? Like some of these things that are used. I'm nothing I, against
2: Charlie because I I think he's spot on. He's got a very I mean, Charlie
0: he's unique. Rough. His palate and his memory. Yes. Is I'm incredible. not taking he that away. One thing. Ten years ago and go instant recall. He, he, he can
2: be yes. that out. The the. Okay. One thing I I, I, I don't like to do is to make it so specific and precise instead of keeping like the big 13s like right the, the, you know the, the big 26 right. if you right. want to expand those out keeping it to um uh, generalized so that people kind of find that and then find their own like, you know little secret with within it.
0: right so instead of dialing in if you say it's sweet instead of dialing into uh, uh, New Jersey's carnival of the lights uh, candy corn. You know, it's sweet. It's got sugar to it. And then you let people play inside their realm of sweetness. Uh, you know, the biggest thing that, that I've used, I've been able to teach other people, is when you talk sweetness, you talk from a sugar point and a molasses point. That Those, those two segues right there, it's an endless possibility. Well, hey, molasses isn't always sweet, right? No, it's not. Sometimes it's tart. Sometimes so, it's the umame, that, that meaty texture. It, right. it can play in all of those. But it's keeping
2: it... Wow! I just turned Siri on. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it, no,
0: <laughs> she's not invited. Cancel.
2: But it, it, if you get, in my, when what I do when it comes to cigars, um, I try and keep it as general as I can, but yet still giving certain specifics because I know I've never had a juniper harvested by a one-legged man in eastern <laughs> Ethiopia in the month of August with his dog Pedro by his side. I have never had that experience. And it in my
0: rained life. one half ounce of water that day. No, I've never had that one yet. Oh okay. Sorry.
2: Sorry. <laughs> but it's it's you gotta be kinda of vague because everybody's gonna have those little insights on that specific flavor. Right. But if I said it tastes like a a cranberry, maybe maybe a subset of a cranberry then you can get a generalized term, right? Let people play with their own imagination and, and their own experiences. Because I mean, the way that are sitting here, we all experience different foods and different flavors. Yes, absolutely. So the reason why pairings can work for some and but they can't for others. My taste—I'm going to pick out certain flavors, and you guys are making your nuts. Yep. And I'm going to say, "Oh man, I really did." That's because I maybe have had more. I pick out more leather notes in cigars because I grew up around the ranches, horses. If you've ever untacked horses in the middle of August.
1: I, I yeah. I, I, well I, it's I, funny because you know, I, I, <laughs> Luciano was here with us for two days and Luciano brings a bag of the cigars and then the other bag is the leaf and we got to uh, smell the leaves that he used and uh, the uh, Diaz, Emil, Emil Diaz and um, one of the I got because I've had horses in a barn and I'm like, man, I'm really getting a lot of like barn, like that hay being in the barn, smell off this leaf. Dirt, that sweaty horse. And, 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 the, yeah. and Mark was like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, hey, buddy, until you've been in the barn and got that, that's what I'm kind of getting. And um, but it's, it's everybody's experience and, and uh, where their level is with experience also. Yep. I mean, you know, some guys, we, we've had guys that are very good cooks, and they're bringing out uh, notes out of cigars and stuff that they have and have smelled and tasted through their uh, culinary experiences, yep. which is pretty crazy. Yep, and um, and theirs has
2: a lot more on the food side. Yeah, it would be like, yeah. you know, round, round of kind of flavors. But going back to the half wheel I mean, I think half wheel is pretty great. They great for not only consumers, but also the industry. go ahead, in, man. To give the, the, the updated news. Hey, thanks for coming out. All right. But they, they did great things like for Brady's.
0: The I it's a little warm, Keeping
2: it very vague on the, some of
0: the descriptions, have let people of kind of play with more their so mind. Yeah. mind
2: and uh, I've personally
0: got some yeah. reviews.
1: You guys are to job I want No problem, no problem. Thank you. coming out, glad you i Get the box. Yeah. It, I'll, I'll send you the money for the box. Yeah. Or I'll split it, whatever. Yeah.
0: But for those it's of you don't know, you know, yes. you come it's to your own understanding,
2: A- A- It's
0: the, the fucking, dude, it's, 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 that's what's in that pack.
3: That are being
2: yes. That's what's in that package The
0: CRA? That is the touch Yeah. And we'll put the
2: flavor notes extra from my unit. We all give our input. The ones that we all match up the most, that's what we use as our flavor profiles. As an industry and as, as a culture pulling flavors, whether it be a whiskey maker or maker, it doesn't matter who it is, we don't want to lie. I mean we, the marketing does get involved in some of that and hey, we're missing this segment of the flavor profile and we're gonna add this. I won't let that happen. I'll stop that. I'll go one who to ultimately says yes or no. But I, as an industry, I think everybody wants to be honest. But
0: don't, don't let them influence what you're going to Go in blind. So, Charles, let me ask you this. There's two things I want to ask you. you were, we're going to get into that tasting thing that you did with Rob on Bovida. because I want to see him do it. The okay. entire nerdy one with the holding and the cheeks. And the, yeah, I want to watch him do it uh, so I can record it. Um, but without doing the boring interview stuff and your history and cigars, what brought you to the point Right. I try to stay away from that because I know you've done podcasts. I know you've talked to people in interviews. We can probably read how you got into the industry. What led you to the point of being the education ambassador for, what's your title? What's your proper title? National Educational Manager don't ask me what that means. Well, I guess you're I'm teaching something. <laughs> it just means i the biggest star in our company. Managing Fantastic. education. right. Yeah. At least it's not the super space force general sales manager I, I, of the Midwest, and yeah. I'm fucking with Rusty. I <laughs> think that, that means I manage myself. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Like I <laughs> so what What led you to that point inside Altidus? And explain. help me explain to everybody that Altidus is easily either one or two every year, top two company, right, between Altidus and SCG?
3: Yeah.
2: It battles back and forth? We do. Really well, but we've also got a, a clientele not only in our, within our company, not only in the manufacturing side, but our sales reps, the people in the office. So everybody has a passion for tobacco. Right. We love the product that we're working with, and we, get, we we're excited to actually work with it on a daily basis. I think it's important, no matter who the manufacturer is, if you don't have a passion for it, you're just making it. It's not the same. Right. So we all have passions, and if we have. An open door policy. If some of us don't agree with what line what that's going on, we'll go to marketing and say, Look, we don't think this is right. We need to maybe do a little take. Look at the one you're smoking right now, the and uh, heritage. Yes. We went through two fermentations. Rafael and I were smoking it, Rafael and Rafael looked at said, Something's just not right. I'm not sure. He made a phone call the uh, AJ and said, Something's so just not right here. He goes, You know what? I think I might agree with you. This is how oh, I interpret it because they both speak Spanish and I don't, so but it was it comes down to let's go to a third fermentation and that's what it took to. It was there was people speaking up and saying it's just something it can be done better. With that we're able to help keep with the trends and listening to our consumers. We listen from our reps to us to the consumers come to us, we take notes, we'll communicate with each other on what consumers are looking for in the building.
0: Right on. Okay, so how did you get to your point now? Like Robert here, he's just a sleazy sales guy. Amen. But he's not good looking, so he's got that. No, 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 no. He he ages like tobacco. It's good. Yeah, Yeah. it's darker and wrinklier. (laughs) So what, what brought you to the the title that you are now? Like what what, what brought what, me into doing this? No no like what what brought you to the point where you travel around the country and you do these events? or you just you talk lessons in tobacco? What brought you to that? Like what, what started that?
2: It it really started with the first cigar I ever had, and it's not our company. It wasn't one of our cigars. It was like one of our competitors, but I was in in when I was used to be a butler. And I worked as a second job just for fun. You were a, a butler for fun? No,
0: I was oh, a butler for a job. Oh, oh,
2: I worked a second job
0: for fun. <laughs> I was like, uh, hang on. I worked man. A second
2: job, it was in a, a retail outlet in the New York New York Hotel Casino, and it was pretty much all, uh, a. Where in uh, New York, New York? It was called the Soho
0: Village. Uh, up the escalator, across from Sparrow? Like right where next Coyote to Ugly is. is now, or downstairs? Uh, it's downstairs. Yeah. open by the bathrooms on the left. Hershey bars right
3: there.
0: Yes. Yeah, right on. Yeah. But they had to walk. That's our hotel. I stay in New York, New York. <laughs> yeah. Sent the check too. No, uh, but
2: went in there. I was working, just talking we'll talk to Joe, just answering questions.
1: Being genuine. Yeah, we'll and it was. Oh yeah, it was, it was nice. they had right, shoot,
0: brother. Alright, brother. Yeah. Jobs, go ahead, man. Check hands. Doggy. Be good, Woody. All right, let's, let's go with it. It, it was a great time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, enjoy the pack
2: enjoy the rest of it. All right. Thanks. Take care now. So working for the, 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 that establishment, they had this humanoid. It basically humanoid, nobody to run. Nobody knew anything about them, they had no clue. I didn't know anything. But I was the only guy that worked in the store. Right, so okay. I was asked, hey, can you run that, that section mm-hmm. of it? I'm like, sure. But I don't know anything. He says we got to representative a rep Call them, set it up. He spent two and a half hours with them, teaching me the love of what tobacco is, the passion that goes into it, and I started off instead of that. Somebody spent the time to teach me about what cigars are and the love and.
0: Care it's very important. I think that's missed a lot. I really do. I really do.
2: But most people don't don't realize over two hundred hands at a minimum that I've. I mean, I've heard as high as like 12,000. Yeah, right?
0: 300 I mean, or whichever numbers yeah. all over the yeah. numbers, but it is. But it's more than 200. Yeah. It's a lot.
2: Yeah, fuck to over. Touch this. I mean, yeah. from, from the, the, the growing to, and all the steps that go it, curing and fermenting. And right, from, from, and from
0: seedling you know, to finished product, it's, it's a community so that rolls with together. And, oh. and have
2: this beautiful jar come out after all of these hands have touched it, it it's,
0: it's amazing how we can solve what we do. Yeah, well, that that's one that we've talked about that before. If, if more people understood, if people more people bitch about a cigar being ten, eleven, twelve dollars, right? But if you actually looked and saw how long it took for it to be there, Here. Once everyone sees it, they go, "Well, shit, I'm surprised it's ten bucks." Like that's the that's the, the consensus Absolutely. when it's done. It's like, damn, okay, you know, suddenly it's agreeable, right? Yeah, like, okay. like <laughs> oh, okay, sure, yeah, I get that. I'm not mad
1: about that. Dollar Generals are a bitch, too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I've been contracting, right? And I, I've done landscaping and all of it. When you sit, give somebody a bill for $35,000 to do a little landscape in their yard, no, and they're like,
2: 35000
1: What? I think once you sit them down and you show them the value of everything that goes in and what you're going to do, what it's going to take to get it and do it, and they understand the value of what they're getting for that money, and you actually break it down, they're a lot more at ease. And it's just like, and Mark's exactly right, when somebody bitches about a $12 cigar, and you sit down, and you can tell them, do you really have any idea what goes in from seed to farm to, through the whole process to bring it to you, now in your hand, and you light it and smoke it? It's phenomenal. Well, Let me ask your viewers. Let me, let me propose something to them. From seed
2: going into the seed pods, workers in the greenhouse, to the minimum until you can use that tobacco. Now, I, that, when I say minimum, that's not going to be the greatest cigar No. Nope. It's going to be uh, your, your budgetary. Your
0: Cuban sandwich, your, all that, your short fill. Maybe
2: not mixed fill budget sandwich, it can still be a, a long fill, but it, it's at a minimum. How many years is that going to be? I don't, I'm not going to answer the question yet. I want your the viewers write it down.
0: Beautiful. Keep it down. Right on. Yeah. I want to see how close we get. All right, cool. Cool. So please continue with how you got to where you are now.
2: Well, okay. I, I, I worked restaurants. Okay. Butler, um, you did own my restaurant, and I was in the restaurant business. I, had a I I needed to get out. Got into sales, selling food. Came across uh, my, sh- every night I went to a cigar shop to go punch my orders and, and do everything. Well, I learned all the reps. Got to meet all Fortunate enough, I got asked, "Hey, you want you want to take my job?" Made the right connections. I took a sales job. I was a in, salesman inside
0: tobacco. In yes. selling yeah, okay. the same company that I'm
2: working
0: for now. For Altos, okay. Yeah.
2: So I was a salesman covering Montana down to New Mexico, half of Nebraska, Utah, and I finally just. That is, explains I mean, the I mean, cowboy hat.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had <laughs> a yes, nice stencil on earlier was today. Br- Raised on a farm. Yeah.
0: Your farm? No, I wish. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I would love to see a cow in your yard. Oh,
1: hey. I've been around, I tipped a couple of cows in my day.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah We don't want to talk about your sex life, Robert. I don't to call
1: BS on that. One. Yeah, I've tried the cow tipping, there ain't much fun in that. Uh,
0: um
2: don't see a cow go down and you only end up with bad shoulders. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was getting the opportunity to be a salesman in the industry that eventually I wanted to grow. Like we all do, we want to grow up in the company, we want to move on and do different things. So I applied for various VM positions or uh, division manager positions and then I tried for uh, what we call key accounts or like your larger accounts right. that, that buy multi millions a year. I tried for those positions and finally the the manager, the high up manager says Travis, you've got something I've got in mind for you. I don't wanna give you the, the move up until I get this locked in. Well come to find out it was just through my passion for this, league, for the for the cigar and what happens. I asked my wife to marry me in Dominican Republic. We got married in Dominican Republic. My vacation was awesome. oriented around where tobacco was grown and how much I could learn. So with that, they just said this is the key role for me and and the way I present. I think most everybody here that came tonight or has been through one of mine would say, yep, you can see it just the way I talk about it.
0: Yeah, you he do. You do have a you have a passion for tobacco, and that, that sounds like Robert's got it. Um, Hodge has it. I, I've got. I, I, it's it's a. That's not Robert's we we, we love. We ju- I don't care what his first love is. <laughs> yeah. His first love is probably uh, that, <laughs> section, that section on Pornhub that nobody else goes to. No, 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 no. Yeah, we I'll- don't do that shit anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. New Leaf, New Year. Sorry. That's it. Right, right.
2: It
0: yeah. ends in ing. Starts with fish. Yeah. Oh, right on. So, uh, furniture? Right? Oh, no. fuck that fish. up. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fish head.
2: Yes, I am.
0: he is. I am a fish head, um, We've all about
2: passions outside of what we do. But we still have a passion for who at home. Your ideal job should be something
0: you're passionate about. 100%, and you're having fun with it. But Okay, so get to how you became this this national education ambassador. How, how did you do that? What started that? So you have a palate, right? I, I know that. You have a well-developed palate now. Well, they developed a position. They developed the position here. It,
2: the position was literally built off of our retails, our retail staff, our retail partners, they came to us and said, we are really looking for education in the industry. We need to be able to train our staff, we need to be able to have the sewer to really get the word out on what cigars are and the, what goes into it. And with that, they said, we only know one guy, Travis. He's got the passion, he's got the love of it. So they he helped develop and create a position that I, I kind of created, just know your rabbit kit, and amongst other things, to get that education out in the industry.
0: 100%. Alright, so were you involved in, so this is Romeo Julieta, right? Is, is that, is that, so are these the tobaccos inside Romeo blends or is that? Romeo's, Monty's, HL's, HL's, HL's. Oh, it's all up there. Oh, okay. Okay. Right on. So are these? Tobaccos we use in all the brands
2: Fantastic. This was hundred percent my idea. I right. got turned down from the company multiple times. So okay. So I finally went behind the back because I knew the all the guys from the factory because I vacation down there. Right. And right. I said, hey, I'll, i want to, I want to get you to help me create this yeah. so I can sell it into
3: it.
1: But you gotta realize all of these anymore. seven sticks have, have got running? the same binder. binder, really binder really They're uh, all seven the same. The only difference in these is the wrapper Right. Just the wrapper So the projects... If you're not going to finish it. To this teach you about the Tijuana, the wrap. Yes, they're right here. So now, unfortunately, me and Mark were not able to participate with you guys tonight. If we get, uh, uh, can we put ourselves kind of through this uh, together and do this without you? Or absolutely.
2: I mean, it's not the same experience if I would. Well, of course, but absolutely. each one of these kids yeah. does come with a booklet that cool. spoke the, the U.S.
0: Connecticut. Well, we, we, we've got. got we've got two kids. Maybe we can get together on a night when you're on a. Downtime, maybe Zoom or have a phone call and just walk through it together. Or I can send you the playlist. I've done a quick tour and have a half. Cool, we can do that too. Quick okay. Big Daddy, please step in here. All right. Hey. So we got Big Daddy here. That's his nickname. Look at Big Daddy. <laughs> Robert Show. He found kind out, of <laughs> Robert You like that, don't you? <laughs> All right, and, and... A lot of testosterone with this, too. They it get yeah. No. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: you
0: broke the golden team machine again. Okay, so, um, Travis Where's just running going? through uh, his ascension into what he's doing now. Uh, Travis, I want you. Do you have something going? No. I'm going to get you something to light, okay? Um, I want you. Uh, Robert, you're taking place, too. I would love for you to walk through your tasting technique. Now, I saw you do this with Rob. I'm over it, okay? And it is, and I, I thought Rob's comment was the funniest thing in the world. He thought he would look real silly in a lounge. Well, we are the most goofy individuals in the world. So I want to do this. Um, everyone here is gonna do it. And we're gonna walk through it with you if you would not mind, okay? Happy to. If you would. Um, Drew, light that. can you do this with us and kind of take a little video? And make sure your dad's involved. Or I'll hold the camera and then we'll pass it around. I want to get this forever. This is to, I'm telling you it's going to be fucking great. Uh, now, I'm don't
2: scared. let it lead up, because it's not as embarrassing as you think it is.
0: But, oh, it's silly.
2: It's, <laughs> I mean, kind yeah. right, of, but not really. <laughs> it's, it's, this is a technique that I learned in our factory, from our master letters that said, Travis, this is a technique that we use to really make sure we're pulling the most flavor yeah, this out of a
3: sauce.
2: Just like if you're doing spirits or you're doing wines, there's a certain technique that you can do. I heard
1: you slurp through your, your spirit. Like hey, a little you know, chew, like a little bringing some air in there, and oxygen opens up flavors. Right, you bring that oxygen through it, it will open
2: those flavors up for you a little bit. Right, you do that once. <laughs> you well, know, cigars has their own technique. Very similar, but not the same. So the technique quite a bit different. But it, it, the premise is the same. How can we pull the most flavor out of this? So make sure, Big Daddy, which I. I I'll get used
3: to it. Ah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh, I'm Oh, yeah. Get used to it.
1: Andele, Papa Grande. All right. Papa Grande. I'll so, Papa Grande. No.
2: It really comes off of some basic things. I'm going to describe it to you before you even attempt it. But what you're going to do is you're going to take just a couple of slow puffs on it to make sure you get a nice little cherry going. Then you're going to take one slow, steady draw in your mouth. You're going to hold it in your cheeks and blow your cheeks out for about like four or five seconds. Once you're done with that, pierce your lips, slowly let the smoke roll out. Five, six second count. So just slowly let it out. Once you need that, you take your tongue and rub it on the roof in your mouth and let those flavors kind of embed. Then you're going to bring some air in. Just, just get your cigar lid. Like you're drinking through a straw without the straw being there. When you're bringing in oxygen because you've embedded the flavors. Then you're going to go ahead and, and bring that oxygen in. And then you rub that roof in your mouth again with your tongue, seeing what those flavors are. Now, don't forget, you've got flavors that sometimes get trapped in the upper your upper gum line, like green gums in your upper
3: cheek. Can you start over thing. with step two? <laughs>
0: Chavez, um, take us back to step one uh, and everybody participate. Right. There are trophies at the end of tonight. I'm glad they were at
2: least partially listening during that beginning. But it's you'll bring the smoke in, hold it in your cheeks, pull it out for four or five seconds. Hold on. Real quick. Four or five seconds. Let it slowly out. Embed your tongue, oxygen back in the mouth, embed your tongue again. The flavor should be a little bit bigger on you or deeper in the start. So now. Go ahead and draw it on your shirt
3: He's watercolor uh, a video of this shit too. <coughs> Whoa.
0: Whoa. Wow.
3: I taste
0: tobacco.
2: Good on you, young man. You're, they'll fall eventually. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's pretty cool. Oh my
2: God, the berries will eventually fall and I fill in the, uh, the short side. I, I just <laughs> had to pull that out of uh, his book there. Wow. <laughs> so,
3: did you experience anything different? Yeah, I think normally when I exhale a cigar, I mean, I think the flavor leaves pretty quick. And you don't really I mean for me, I don't get a chance to experience truly what the flavor is in a lot of cigars. I mean I get a quick hit of what it is, but after that, and I probably okay, miss a day. lot of flavor profiles because, for second, because okay. it happens
0: so far. Okay. Well, Just well. for my humor.
2: And you're not giving it the you chance want his or mine? To, smoke to
3: stay
0: here,
2: cool down. Mm-hmm. When it cools down, it's gonna oh, it's to condense. Yep. And those flavors is become a little more impactful. Yeah. And you're not embedding okay. it either. By throwing so, so, the cheeks out, you're embedding the flavor
0: too. Out jaw two small draws can pick and out one a large gum
1: which can hold. you so never
0: told me
2: And then once it cools down, they become a little bigger by I'll slowly releasing we'll it You allow that to cool even more and letting it out. And,
1: and then, it then once you've it done it. that, then you bring air into your mouth.
2: Opens those flavors <laughs> that are left open. It okay. really opens them up. Now take one large draw in, That's and why push it you your, your, your cheeks and it You may not taste it a lot, but then that oxygen came in and embedded again, those flavors just went down. But i okay. get a lot of people I'll say i didn't it realize it had as much of this note like, like maybe it was to say chocolate so, okay it, it's like so i okay. can taste the Not chocolate like mouth. wow
0: and okay really chocolate there. or they'll, they'll realize
2: i didn't even realize this flavor was in there but i all of a sudden got yeah. out. because
3: yeah. <laughs> i'm now <laughs> giving it that chance and there's a take no smoke out close your ears close your ears a second i've seen the face before
1: well a lot of what I think we've done in the past is we do a retro through the nose it doesn't at least like a couple times during a cigar like slowly through the nose <laughs> I'm
3: just
1: and we a get a time. lot more flavor up, uh, like holding it for a while and then letting it come up through the nose so it's horrible. we get uh, a, a lot <laughs> different flavor experience than just what we normally, you know, smoking in, also, in
0: and out. I
1: would like the the yeah. suggest I didn't never, know, never do it more than twice. Uh, like, through a whole cigar. I, I
0: agree yeah. yeah, exactly. that. We
2: do it once. That, that's I all we do on each cigar. Yeah. I could go, go yeah. at a session and do, you know, 10, 15 cigars. Well, once is like way more than a cigar. But yeah. the most, what I find yeah. most people that do retrohale, yeah. and they only maybe only do twice through a whole cigar, the biggest mistake I see is they don't blow about 60 to 70% of that smoke out. And just do a little bit right at the end. You gotta let that smoke cool down. The cooler you can make it, the less impactful your <laughs> sinuses are. Try and get rid of that, that oil and cool down considerably before you try it. the smoke is mine really like was, But way. now you need to let it cool down so it's not <laughs> hitting that reaction on the cheek, on the On <laughs> the, <sinus cavity. laughs> the the sinus And the thing that you hear that, that people make fun of is, is blowing the cheeks out, right? Yeah. But you know what? What people want to pick it on you and make fun of you? Who cares because <laughs> you're smoking your cigar and you're doing your own experience? It's a lifestyle, cigars are a
1: lifestyle for
2: us. We want to enjoy our lifestyle. That's what I like to realize. I'm going
1: to do. Yeah, that's really interesting. I get a lot of guys. There's probably out of all the bourbons I do, one in particular is uh, Stag Junior. It has so many flares, uh, flavors, so many layers in there that will put a couple drops of water in there and they're like, oh, you're just watering it down. I'm like, not really. We're just trying to open up some of those flavors um, to come out a little bit more. And I think it's astounding once you do that with a few of them, because there's some bourbons, they're almost like concentrate, that if you put a few drops in there, it's amazing how it will open up some of those flavors in there. Yeah. And that's basically what you're saying with this. This technique that you're teaching us is to help you find maybe some different flavors other than retrohead, which which I've heard about one or two for a cigar as well. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 And then, you know... At the end, I'll teach you a, a, another way that you can go even deeper
2: on the flavor profile, and I guarantee you,
1: you'll go. Oh my, god, oh my god! But we'll do that toward the end. I don't want to give y'all you the yeah. um, You've never told me. The a lot of the, a lot of the cigars, dog. Yeah, you know, definitely uh, spending two days with Luch. No, uh, I don't know how many cigars we did that one afternoon. A lot. Uh, and trying to cleanse your palate and, and most of what B & do, uh does on the part, uh, podcast is uh, we're pairing so that's a little different too than what you're talking about I mean obviously you're not pairing you know we're not drinking bourbon uh, with these right I mean this is basically a clean palate when you're doing these cigars.
2: I mean that's the ideal
1: yeah. I mean, is it the is it the truth and, the, and like everybody doesn't
2: know? No. I mean, you gotta live life. You gotta enjoy it with a bourbon and a cigar. And you're gonna have a bourbon, and that's the way it is. If you have a soda popper, you have coffee. Everything. Everything's gonna influence a little bit, but you just just its own it straight had a few almonds before you lit up your cigar and you got that Unsalted. quarter of an inch into it before. It, cause you gotta get a quarter of an inch into it to let those filler and binder leaves warm up, let those oils expand. And if they don't expand, they're not able to pull the smoke over those oils to pull that flavor in. You gotta let that warm up at least a quarter of an inch. Yeah. So if you don't do that, then it, it, I have a few almonds because that cleans your power. Unsalted almonds are the best to extrude the, the any flavors, any, any residues that could be on the tongue, a little seltzer water, go ahead and wash that, that that almond away. I've heard coffee, but coffee I, I
1: tried vodka.
2: Chocolate, I've heard that too from, from other people, and I'm like, you're always the, the chocolate has oil. There's an oil mix to it.
0: But and how it do you feel it. about dark cacao? Like 86% dark chocolate. So that
2: means I'm gonna have a darker flavor in my, in my, cigar, in my cigar, but there's no sugar in it. It's cooking chocolate. <laughs> Still gonna have a cocoa type of thing. Still It's okay. still got oil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Almonds have a, the almond oil or the almond extract oil that comes out of that almond, it will scrape the, the oils from the tobacco or
3: almost
1: everything off the top. And I can definitely taste it more now that I've backed off the bourbon. You know, for the last five minutes now. I, I'm definitely getting more on the top of the mouth. Uh, top of my whatever the hell you call it. of your mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roof of my mouth. Definitely get more flavor now than when actually we started. What
2: cigar are you smoking?
1: The I'm the, telling. Huh? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Now this it, I would say with, with the spirit that you want the Booker's, it, I, you could probably go a little little hotter, maybe you go a little more toward that that texture, dry. You know, something with a little more meat to it. You go with that with that cigar, and I think it would pair well. I think that cigar is probably drowning a little bit of that the flavor notes out of your heart, out of it. But that's a guess. I'm smoking a different cigar than you yeah. are. I think, I think mine actually would, is pairing really well with it. I'll
3: explain
2: it to you oh. the, 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 when, when you talk pairings, the, the, the best advice I've given people is For try and keep members. your on, alcohol man. content and your strength level out of your cigar about even if you get one that's way over the other one, remember, they're gonna drown each other out. Right. Ooh. I mean, if you do a, a, a dark beer with a Connecticut Shade mild cigar, mmm. like so, not a taste of this cigar.
3: So we did a wine pairing here one night, oh and it was really, it was more of an event to pick some wines for the bar more than it was anything else. And I think we all went into the evening thinking that a big, bold red would pair well with a really heavy cigar, a really full flavored cigar. <laughs> and it was obviously just the exact opposite. You know? It was they drowned each other out. Yeah. You know?
2: But if you had that, that stout beer at a Connecticut, you ain't gonna taste anything out of Connecticut. Oh, because the stout is, is so sweet. It's got that big that, richness to it that Connecticut's a very light
3: milk not it like that. Like me.
2: Light and delicate. Light and delicate. Big
0: Daddy on not <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so I I wanna ask tonight, it was cool. Uh, so Brian was obviously here for the entire event. How did you receive the event through the tasting setup? Oh, like and to then and, and then I want to know from Travis why he presents it that way. So, from my understanding, the idea is that you spent, what, 20, 15, 20 minutes on each cigar, and then you moved through them? No. No? Oh. No.
3: We only smoked through two cigars. Okay. We smoked through the Connecticut and Sumatra. Okay. And then he talked about the other cigars. And then people could take the entire kit home and smoke the rest of the cigars.
0: And the only reason we did the Sumatra is because that's his favorite tobacco.
2: No. Yes. It, it, it is my favorite tobacco hey, that, that's hey, well, not there the why. <laughs> the, the reason why is because there's such a contrast without going overboard. The right. only other beyond that would be the Broadway, it it's just it's too much of a contrast. I wanted to give that smatron, which really has really complex big flavors, but it also has a lot of delicacy to it, matching kind of the Connecticut side, but not going overboard. So that's why we choose the two cigars, letting everybody letting go home, try it on their own, with not being influenced, but they have the knowledge now to go back
1: and smoke it confidence. Well, I think what's also interesting too, is I've smoked a lot of cigars, obviously, but why do you like this cigar over this? Why do you like that Sumatra wrapper over this? Why do you like this cigar over that cigar? And obviously you pick one you really like, yeah. and then, to talk to somebody like you who really educates you on what you're liking and why you're liking that. And then a light bulb comes out and goes, yeah, well, okay, I get why I'm liking that and the differences of why I don't really care for that and why I'm liking this is uh, it's a big light bulb that goes off in your head when you finally meet somebody that can tell you why you're liking that or why you maybe experience liking that is always fun to me to get to that point uh, without education and hearing other people um, who can tell you why you're kind of like it, if that makes any sense. Oh
2: yeah, and for those of you listening, if you go back about two minutes, count how many times he says the word like. it was, it's, you're, you're spot on though. You do need that education which you, you need to have somebody who lives in the industry like I do, and has a passion for it, but can also communicate in a way that you would understand, keeping it vague and get knowledgeable, right. and letting you come to the decision, this is why I might like it, and giving you that experience to say, here's what the flavors are coming from, I like this flavor, now it's just the fillers that we can, You know, which one you like out of the fillers that are used? And the way the chef finished off that steak, or the way we finished off the tobacco and the fermentation. Do you like what we're doing? We hope. That this has brought that to light that, you know, that one brand I really like. I never thought of it. I never thought I'd like this. I had a guy that was smoking nothing but Maduro's. Love Maduro's. Big Maduro's. He came to me and he says, this Connecticut? I had no idea. I says if you give your palate a chance to kind of recover, you don't need to go to that really big, full flavor, or full body, full strength out of a big Maduro. Oh, hell yeah. I says you can enjoy those Connecticut's as much, if not more. He says, do you have the star available in a, in a regular sale? I'm like, no, because I, I created that one. So it's it's not one that's the market. But here's one that I think he'd really like. He now got introduced to something that he didn't think he was going to like. But until he did this, he didn't know. So experimentation and being open to listening to what you you'd like as your palate, if you're, not, if you're lying to yourself, you're lying to yourself. That's it.
0: So let me unlock let me this question, and Brian, I'll, I'll let you kind of follow it, and then Hodge would like you to go. So, when the Cowboy and I first met, he was a big 660 smoker. he was an Asylum premium. so Yaroa is Asylum Nicaragua
3: Um
0: Brian, you've really gotten in, you've been smoking cigars for a long time, yep. but you've really expanded into, from what I've seen, you're into more full body, higher strength profile. Uh, Harrow's become a favorite of yours. Do you still enjoy getting down into, so the number one I can put off is Tattois Negoti, right? That Connecticut uh, paint build on a cigar. Um, Do you still enjoy sometimes putting the strength away and just drawing on all of the flavor with the dense body, heavy smoke, low strength, right? The cigar doesn't hit you hard. It It doesn't feel heavy, but you're gonna have enough flavor inside of the smoke, the big, heavy, dense, that velvety kind of smoke that rolls off. You know, and the heaviest velvet cigar that I, that I can pull from is the uh, Connecticut Reserve from Oliva, mm-hmm. right? That cigar that's all that silky, heavy drawl great stick, right? Yeah. Do you enjoy diving into those? I love that. So, back?
3: for me, I normally don't get to smoke until the end of the day. That's normally when I'm smoking.
0: And, right, we just, and, we just smoke all day. Unless He's got a big boy the, job. Yeah. yeah.
3: Unless it's the weekend or something like that. I, I generally don't get to smoke until the end of the day. And by that point could be right could be wrong i don't enjoy starting with a kinetic cigar you know it's i've normally had a couple of meals i've had a glass of wine you know whatever it is but back to his very first question my favorite thing about last night and tonight was how approachable the entire event was and I don't care whether you're an experienced smoker, I don't care if you're a brand new smoker, you presented all of the information in a method that anyone could appreciate it. Everyone got something out of it and you made it feel like there are no dumb questions, you know, which is is very, very important. So we appreciate that. Well, there are no dumb
2: questions because I, 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 any question could be a, an intelligent question for me. And I like to present things in a way that makes sense to me. And I'm just, uh, I, I grew up on the farms. So I keep it very simple. I like to keep very very simple in the way I approach the selling, there. the way I'm, I'm educating the consumers. Is keep it in a way that just gives you the information and lets you work with it. So I'm glad to hear that, that you kind of, I like to preach, the way I like to teach it is I want to be able to teach it in a way that is fun, and knowledgeable, you can pick things up if you want, you can learn things if you want, if you don't want to, you're still probably going to learn some stuff and go, wow, I didn't realize that. And for me that's it's fun to teach not only the the novice, because I, I do approach it with a novice beginning. How to, when, right when we started, it was the proper way to cut. You're just know, a different avenue. And this is the way I've done it for 26 years. I still cut it the same way I was taught. Because it's simple. Lighting like a the cigar. There's an important reason People Don't think they just, you just light it up. You know, there's a there's a technique and there's a reason why. And here's here's the science behind it. There's a ton of science in the cigar business. For those who are listening that don't realize the science is there, I can blow your mind out of the water just by sitting through one of my classes. There's science to the zoo. The temperatures, the, way the heat indexes when we grow, the, I mean, the sugar levels, and you name it. There's science, even though we don't look at it from a science perspective. We look at it from like, this is what done years. So it's, it's nice to hear, and I'm glad to hear that, that, that people really enjoyed it. Absolutely. I find that's very important for me. I'm a very giving guy, and I want to make sure everybody's enjoying themselves, enjoying your establishment, and enjoying what we're having to
3: do. They did very much. We appreciate it.
1: Good. It's kind of crazy, because what me and Mark do is we get on this podcast every week. We just randomly pull some bourbons up on the show, and we pick some cigars pretty much last minute, nothing scripted or whatever, and we just go with it, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Um, But I do notice that when I started smoking seven, 10 years ago, whatever, there's so many good cigars out there now. And like bourbon, there's so many good bourbons. So when I go to a bourbon tasting, I try, Specifically, one of my friends, I go to his thing and he's got like a Lazy Susan and he's got a lot of great bourbons. I try to just spin that thing and try about five different ones that I'd like to try. And I try a little of each one and then all of a sudden there'll be one that just stands above, for whatever reason, for me, and the taste profile that, that opens something up that really catches my eye, and the same way with cigars. I was here one night, and I probably had two or three different cigars, and then all of a sudden, somebody handed me a Tatawahe Miami 15. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but when I had that, it was a little bellicosa, and when I lit that thing up, it was so light in my hand, and I was like, wow, what's this?" And then that draw in that cigar was so amazing. And then the flavors that started coming out of that cigar amazingly within an inch or two, it it was just really, I told Mark, I says, wow, this this is something that I've never really experienced before the flavor profile in that cigar was so amazing. Now that's kind of what I do with the bourbon and uh, that particular one, the draw was so beautiful it was so easy and then the flavors came so it, it was effortless and that to me was something i told mark i said it, it just blew me away and it's just kind of the same way with bourbon you try four five ten eight and then all of a sudden there's one that everything and like this bookers for me we've done a lot of them this one however it hits you um the sweet. And everything that's in there is so comes across so my like, and what I told you, I think that was a little warm because it was in our car or whatever. Yeah, but it's, this one it's got better now stand now above exactly down. because I mean, it's coming down to room temperature, temperature. and that's kind of how I've uh, rated cigars. But yeah, yeah. what was it about that Miami fifteen that? What were those flavors that just really grabby and were so exciting? And, and that's that's the education process then what was it about that that caught you I have no idea right yeah that's where you become a dummy again and then that was the great thing about like a guy like you or Luciano who says let me tell you something we'll break this thing down and, and you'll get to taste those or smell those tobaccos like we did with him that I found absolutely fascinating and it was just fantastic. Yeah. Wish we could have been here tonight, but we enjoy you hanging out with us here and catching the podcast with us and doing this, but that's my low flow.
2: I can tell you the flavor notes I'm getting off the book. Please. Aroma, I was getting uh, a little more, What was it... uh, it was a, it was a honey I had a little citrus at one point but it went away real fast I thought it was citrus and it probably wasn't um, but I'm doing a little bit of a woods but I'm getting like a sweet and a almost a honey type of hint in the flavor I was getting some like vanilla notes uh, or to uh, vanilla notes I had a woody almost like a mahogany cedar but not really cedar not like Spanish cedar but it was like a like a, like a denser type of wood out of it, but the vanilla was one that, that was like, oh, okay, yeah, a little bit of vanilla going out of it, that char kind of came into play, um, but as the temperature came down, that's when the flavor started to get bigger on them, yeah. so, I'd be curious what this did with the it with the, just a single ice cube to chill it down mm-hmm. and, and then cool it to the below room temperature at Absolutely, 60 degrees or something like that. Yeah. What's the ideal temperature
1: a lot of well, burgers, I mean, sisters. you know the answer. To that I've just always heard room temperature. Yeah, okay. you know, uh, ideal temperature. I mean, room. I would yeah. assume in here we're probably yeah. somewhere around seventy-one. Yeah, somewhere around temperature in the room, the, 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 and that's been in the car while well, his ride over, and uh, but it was in my car when I handed it off to him. Yeah. So it's definitely come down. You know, I even find that with food sometimes when you. You always want to eat everything hot, but if you let everything just kind of calm down a little bit and you don't hit that meal right off the bat, and you let it cool down a little bit. Um, it's the like flavor the second
3: is... day of chili. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's but hey
1: down a so much better. better yeah. Old chili's better yeah. than, yeah. than yeah. hot chili. Totally Leave it out overnight, eat it in the morning
0: Absolutely. so
2: it's <laughs> better. My wife cold makes a smoked ranch dressing. Fresh herbs, put them on a smoker, let them dry them out. We'll take it, put them in a plastic bag, seal it, 24 hours, sit in the refrigerator. Then she'll make her ranch. 24 hours after that. Oh oh, oh my god! Whatever you want. I just want some of your ranch. I mean, it's it's yeah. Sometimes time is is your is your friend. Think about steaks. You grill a steak, you don't pull it right off and then start eating it right when You should let it rest for 15 minutes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Calm down.
2: Cool down those flavors, like a cigar. You don't want it to be hot. You gotta let them cool. When it cools, things condense. Natural physics. Right? Yeah. It's a hillbilly. So, yeah, simple. You're a hillbilly? Hell, we're on to something. It, it, we are <laughs> on to something. <laughs> <laughs> you let it cool down, those flavors. Hey, we're old school.
1: We still favorite. make homemade French onion dip. And now I just heard hey, on a news meat. thing the other day French onion dip is all old school now, baby. It's all about the salsa. And I'm like, well, I still like that French onion dip. We oh, make it homemade, it like laser, frigid, and head. man, let it get, bring it out, Layers let it chips. sit for a half it. an hour, get, you get your room temperature, get it all up there, it's get you a good chip, and it's delicious. What do you think of that cigar yeah. though? That cigar I, like? I haven't got your guys' chip but on what you think of the cigar. I really like it, but here's my conundrum. It's just like, some sometimes you just cannot pull uh because we, we always ask well what do you think i just think it's a, a freaking really well balanced fantastic cigar i don't it's not like it, that's there's a big one there's not uh, like one thing that i can pick out of it that's just it what the fuck? it's just a good all-around cigar.
2: complexity would you say it's uh oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah semi complex medium complex or fully complex
1: i'd say medium
2: medium complex with good balance yes that is spot on with where we wanted that to be when we were milling it that's that's what we were looking for we didn't want to make it too complex or confuse people but we want to make sure that with every cigar we make we want to make sure that it got a true balance to it
1: because i always talk to mark when i first open up a cigar and we're looking at it i'm like i always look at kind of the, the construction and the feel of it and that and i always talk to him about the tooth the toothiness of it and whatever and the wrapper and I can just tell sometimes just by the look and the feel of it that this is going to be pretty. This is going to be pretty you
2: good. Jump one with the leaf.
1: Right. Yeah. And, I know. I probably. I probably talking some real shit here. You may but, not
2: even know what two feet yeah. is. If you think of eight hundred grit you know, or six hundred grit sandpaper, I was got the highs and the lows. Yes.
1: That's that's, a that's, a that's good much analogy. Too.
2: Toothy is, is, and people think that a toothy cigar doesn't have the oil content. Well, no, when your Shill. oils sit Bang. in the valleys, they don't sit Bang. in hilltops, right? You can only see by the naked eye, they can see the hilltop, the high points.
1: I'm not super the Where the oils are sitting the low
2: points. So, if you see a toothy cigar, know that that's been aged a long time. That de- uh, decomposition of the leaf creates those, those hills and valleys or so that, that rough texture. Right. Good Usually, they're sure. really...
1: Pretty good in Iowa content. Yeah. <laughs> That's big yeah. flavor. Love it. Good. Absolutely love it. Kind. All right. Cool. Well,
3: well, we answer. need to steal these two guys for a picture.
1: Uh, yes, we do. So
0: what I want to do is I want to round this out. I have that at home. Uh, Abby and them are good friends. Well, so we have them on podcast. You listen to podcast, You know. Yeah, Shameless plug. Good job, Mark.
2: If you haven't, you can go back and listen to them. But... Okay
1: kidding
2: i love him he's a great guy you should be listening every week you, you never know I'm who's going to be on you okay with that yeah. and yeah.
1: mark you don't have to listen Come to the here. whole podcast just grab a little
2: bring your glass. there
1: you know right. you're driving somewhere give it 10 right. minutes yeah. you might get a chuckle and or you may learn a little something like right. you know that's right we don't. do a lot of bullshit and band train around Sometimes in our what yeah. not
2: to do okay. as opposed to what to do right
1: yes exactly all right <laughs> so we do have to get photographs for
0: the lounge what i want to do is i want Beautiful. to wind this thing down um, I want to open a question. We're gonna do. I'm gonna cut you guys off about five minutes of talking. Okay.
2: And then once that question's done, I want to teach you one more. Yeah. Piece. Oh,
0: He's to teach things. That
2: is. God. Well, it's, this it's one the same. Educators technique here Brian. to pull damn more damn flavor it. out of your cigar. It's going a little deeper.
0: I'm only sucking one way, dude. Only your partner. <laughs> not, what are you doing? For
2: those who are in jail with him, knows what he's talking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. I don't know if he's been. Okay, so it's a straw. What? Are you what? <laughs> it's a mattress. straw. What is coming up and out to this, or something that you've blended on that you're rather excited about? I know I'm. I'm
2: really excited about one that we're coming out with under the Romeo Reserva Real line. It's a. It, Romeo Reservoir, album. most everybody has seen it. It's got the red band on it, using the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, good Dominican. It's very creamy, very palatable for just about anybody. Well, we're about to release, and we just announced it uh, recently, about a, I don't want to call it a barber pole, but a dos a capas, a dual wrapper, yep. where it's got a dark and a light wrapper on it. And I when I smoked it, I was like, in the development phase, I was like, okay, guys, we're really on to something. So we tried the double leaf with the cutout to give that double layer, and then we tried the overlaying. And uh, it, the the one we finally came out with, I'll tell you what, people are really gonna enjoy it. That similar body level, uh, or strength level, if you will. What's the wrapper on it? Ecuadorian, and, and then a Maduro. I'm not gonna say where. Okay, right on. It's a, oh. it's, a, it's a Maduro wrapper. Is AJ involved? Okay. No, he's not made this one. This is not well, a tobacco and exactly. a DRCF But it exactly. is a genuine, genuine, ghost cabinet <laughs> or a cigar. You okay. And it's, it's you rim for those who the love the Real have. or just love cigars oh, flavor wise, yeah. <laughs> this really knocks it out of the party. It adds that yeah, it next layer it of flavor going into the cigar. you be able to taste okay. the barrel and the Naturals together.
1: Fantastic. Love story shake, cool. too. The love story shake <laughs> and also the Toro. <laughs> great. Yep. All right, man. All right. And
0: uh, something that I want to shout out that that we have had that was incredibly well done was the Trinidad Esprit number two in that Lancero. Fantastic. So we actually smoked, what did we have first? Toro. Toro? Toro. Toro, Toro. Toro. we first.
3: That, is a Lancero, great cigar that, but yeah. that Lancero, as as Lancero. that Lancero
0: was money. I, remember I think when that was, first told me about that. Yeah, cool. you, that turn, was, you
3: turned us onto that. Cigar.
0: Yeah. Was that our launch? that kind of kicked off our... because we have the Dreamer from Luciano, and that yeah. was you know that moved, You know, people that knew about it. That was our first like. But I think legit that, bring in Lancero. Esprit number two mm-hmm. launched even more sales into the Lancero build. I, mean, I think it did. Yeah. Is that fair? Really, if I, it's I find it's it's most a lot, a lot of smokers yeah.
2: are like die or the guys that really enjoy the leaves they like that fuller flavor all wow. right out of the cigar they don't they, they, get me wrong Condensed is great but we like that little bigger flavor too we can handle that and to have somebody with that that Brazilian leaf on it from the raparaca that just brings that next layer to it into it it's like wow it, it's just immense is that and the, the restaurant on top of that i have not yeah. tried a Lancero Brazilian yeah try one what take the take the, the skill set and go try a Lancero that a is that the advice I can give you is slow down a Lancero does take a little bit of the skill set because you've got to slow your smoking down you don't yeah, want to I, overheat it, it be if you overheat really it it'll, 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 you'll get a bad sensation out of it. you won't really enjoy it that's right. definitely so you me definitely slow yeah. down that draw
1: Absolutely. take take
2: a three count to draw it in three seconds in the mouth and then three seconds to blow it out you'll find that cigar is
1: just incredible and that's why the whole reason we got into this is to slow down a little bit, right? Relax, take an hour or two, smoke a good cigar, have a little bourbon, smoke a good cigar, tell a story. Yep. Yeah. So I agree 100%. Cigars are a lifestyle, but you know what? Slow down.
0: Smell roses. Exactly. Yep. Smell. Yeah. cigar spell. All right, Travis, thank you so much. My man, we're going to wrap this up. You guys got to do a photo op, and then we're going to do another photo op. I got to plug some people. Um... Perfect. But so, thank you your so much. listeners that have been listening, they want to know how
2: can I put more flavor out of the cigar? Exactly. Oh, right. okay. One yeah, more. you got to do that. that. Oh, there's one more. Now, yeah. that same tasting technique that I taught you a little bit ago, right? Draw it in, blow the cheeks out, blow it out, roof of mouth, little oxygen, blow, blow or, uh, roof of mouth again, embed those flavors. Now, do that exact same tasting technique, but before you put the cigar in your mouth, and until you're done embedding your tongue on the roof of your mouth for the second time, close your eyes through the whole process. Now, most people are going to be very comfortable doing this alone, but put yourself in a scenario. When they say when you lose one of your main senses, the other ones are heightened, right? It's not over time. It can be instant. You close your eyes right now and just you find your hearing is a little more keen. You're really kind of disconnecting the brain to stop listening to one of those senses that you've now cut off, your vision being the one you can cut off. Because you, even if you cover your ears, you're gonna still be able to hear stuff. Your brain is trying to process everything like a RAM on a computer. Random access memory, it can only handle so much. So if you close your eyes down, you're now getting more ability for those other senses to be, start picking up new things. So if you close your eyes and you're tasting the cigar, you're actually able to taste it a little more, a little differently. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: I, I have been. Moving. I do that. That's crazy. I do that. I noticed that. That you. is that is he fair. He does
0: close his too. eyes when I do sit up. there he and just keep that. my yeah. head down and shut my eyes. smart
2: move. And for those who aren't able to see him, we all thought he was sleeping. Like, <laughs> well, if I was sitting here Same with Manny
0: man Ice, good time, I man. definitely know Manny Ice.
1: <laughs> but he's actually getting a nap. Dude, this guy's my new soundboard operator. <laughs> sort of oh awesome. yeah, this
0: guy's great. This <laughs> going be awesome. Yeah. But
2: this whole tasting thing, we use in the factory to ensure that the flavors that we're wanting or marketing is asking for us to That's a new cigar. We do this to make sure. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And if you guys haven't done it, one other thing I could. Last plug for, for tasting techniques and things like that you can do with your friends. If you're in a shop, like we're in here and we have a groupers that we always see each other. When I own my shop, I would say, hey, let me buy your cigar today, but I'm gonna take the band off. Smoke the cigar for the cigar. The bands are great, they identify what you're smoking, but I take the bands off of everything I smoke, which management hates when I do that because I'm supposed to be promoting our brand, look, like I'm smoking our brands. Right. But, I've been doing it for 26 years. I'm not going to stop. But I smoke the cigar for what it is, not letting a brand or label this on the outside. So have your friends buy a cigar for you, hide the band, just stick it away. Or even as a retailer, you know your
3: regulars and what they like to smoke. Hey, I want you to try something. Give me your opinion. Take the band off. We did some unbanded three packs. And they were very successful. People were shocked that they were smoking. It's amazing what that yeah. little
2: label, that little piece of paper, can do to the influence of what you think you're they smoke. They thought a six a dollar of like cigar was a padron. A what? A six they thought a six dollar cigar was a padrone. Oh you're one. kidding. Over half of them. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And you gotta let your palate tell you what you like and don't yep. like. Don't let that label, that band, be that showpiece that stops you from enjoying another good cigar. Love but it. But thank you guys very much for having me on. It no well, was hanging out with Absolutely. you talking. What I'm passionate about,
1: I love, is tobacco. Right. Well, this forcing is forcing me and
2: twisting my arm to have a spirit.
3: <laughs> well, well, we'll
2: pause because, it here. Well, well, you pause got a good one here. tonight, I think. I did. Hope listen, you enjoyed
1: listen.
2: it. It worked uh, really well with the 1935 I was smoking. It, I found they worked real
0: well together. So. Beautiful. All right, let's grab this one. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft & Puro Podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch. All right, guys, that was an awesome Thanks, podcast sweetie. tonight. That was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed all of it. Um, we do want to shout out to FFK stands Miguel out there doing his thing. Craft Puro 15 saves you fifteen percent okay. on everything they do. Um, you heard everything from Stow Tribe. They got a new album coming out, and we will see them in St. Louis at Lit, perhaps for the Vikings' birthday or the Cowboys' birthday in December or January. We don't know yet. We're coming up. Fantastic, That's yeah. going to be insane. A new album drops soon. Be why don't oh, no. we? They're fucking 17 days apart. I don't know why we keep breaking <laughs> That's stuff the way up. we do it. It's insane. So uh, from the Viking, mahalo, guys, thank you so much. Robert, say goodbye. Say who goodbye. you are. Goodbye. Sleep well. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: Oh my, my god! Ed from the bourbon oh cowboy. Oh my god! As always, <laughs> thanks for listening, and just another great podcast. I mean it was short, but man, this was sweat. Loved it, and as always, thanks for listening. Oh, we'll talk thank to you, next you guys. Time. We'll see you.